0: here's a radical thought for us. Could it be that God is actually prepared to move on our behalf? But could He be waiting on us? See, young faith is passive. It hopes God will act on our behalf. Where mature faith grows in its trust and recognizes that we also are a participant, that we push for the breakthrough, and it requires us to be tenacious. Now, let me say, I'm not trying to portray myself as the expert on prayer, but I do know this. There's a powerful dynamic at work. See, in the very beginning in Genesis, when God had created everything and he made man, and then he said to Adam, have dominion. In other words, he gave the responsibility to Adam. So here's the God of the universe with all power and majesty, and he's delegated that responsibility to you and I. Now, there's a story that illustrates this so well. And if you want to look it up, it's in 1 Kings 18. So there's a drought. Now, a drought is one of those kind of challenges that, like many, is to a degree debilitating. Whether it's a dream that you're waiting on, whether it's whatever it may be, there are times in life where there's challenges, obstacles, burdens we carry, and they are debilitating. The kind where it makes it difficult to make decisions, where you can't plan for the future. In fact, sometimes it's hard to imagine what life will even be like once you finally get past this. And a drought is something like that. But, but God speaks to Elijah and he says, tell the king I'm sending rain. Now this is great news, but guess what? This isn't the time to relax. In fact, before it happens, Elijah has this great adventure. And he has to deal with the prophets of Baal. So much happens. And still no rain. But he has such confidence that he actually says to the king, if I were you, I would hurry home because there's going to be a lot of rain. But then we see what Elijah does. See, he isn't waiting passively to see what God's going to do. But we see two things are important for you and I. Number one, he gets into intense Committed prayer. I mean, it's so intense. He's on his knees with his head between his knees praying in response to what God has already said he wants to do. And what does he do? So he sends a servant looking for evidence. The servant comes back and says, Nothing. So does Elijah quit? No, he continues. He's persistent. He's tenacious. And he continues to pray intensely and send the servant over and over and over. And then finally, The seventh time, after all this time seeing no evidence of God's promise, God's word coming true, finally the servant comes back and says, well, it's not much, but there's this tiny little cloud like a fist. In other words, it's not enough to actually bring a breakthrough, but something. But Elijah sees it differently. He sees it as the beginning of God's move. And so what does he do? He gets up and he runs to go see the king. See. Elijah saw that glimmer of an answer as the beginning that would rapidly grow into something that would water the entire land. He saw that it was actually God's Word beginning to come true. And so what did he do? He had prayed tenaciously, committed, intensely, until he saw God's Word begin to work. So what's the point for you and I? I, I intensely believe that God wants to have a greater impact in our lives and in the world around us. And He's waiting so much for us. The God of the universe, with all power and majesty, has delegated the responsibility to you and I. So we don't have to be experts. We don't have to be, uh, have all the answers. But what do we do? We come to Him committed, pushing. We're going to be tenacious. To see God move. We recognize God has shared that responsibility with you and I.